0: So I was checking into my hotel, the guy at the front desk was really being kind of grumpy. Uh, but, I you know, I was always talking. I was just saying yes, sir, and, you know, listening in real care. He had a strong accent, too, so it was hard to understand. And then he started getting nicer as the conversation went on, and he stopped. He said, you are a gentleman, and you will cause no trouble here. <laughs> like. <laughs> yep, yeah, you're right. I'm good. <laughs> uh, you're at one of those
1: hotels, John. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, why don't we just start here? What? Um, I'm Cliff Boyd. I'm here with John Boyd and Drew Shepard, and John is staying in a really cheap hotel. Do you want to give us a little background, John?
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. So uh, if you've been listening, you know I'm uh, transitioning right now. I'm moving from. Um, Mississippi to Kentucky, and uh, my family is still in Mississippi. And so, uh, most of this week, I have slept in uh, campsites in the back of my car. Um, but I needed a, a better shower than a camp shower. And uh, anyway, so I, I was like, I'll stay in a hotel. Well, uh, I don't know what's going on around here, but there's only select hotels. Uh, available right now, and uh, I'm I'm not going to mention any hotel names, but I'm in a pretty rough hotel right now, um, yeah. and so glad to uh, have a working shower, and uh, it is sure. about as much as a campsite.
1: So, okay, yeah, okay. Did you did you wear flip flops in the shower? Uh,
0: I haven't I haven't taken a shower yet, but I probably should have. I I have a tent, maybe I should bring the tent into the room. <laughs>
1: Stay on the tent. In the, in the tent. shower. In, stay the- in the tent. In the room.
0: <laughs> in the. I don't in know. the you, room. I'm, I don't know.
1: You have to decide. Do you use it as a as a floor cover for the shower, or do you sleep in it? It's
2: right. Yeah. I don't. Maybe both. Tough
1: call. I don't know. Maybe, maybe both.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you've been chipping away at the paint behind you. Yeah,
0: somebody has. Somebody has. <laughs> been, I don't know. Maybe locked in this room and been trying to scratch their way out. I'm not sure. Um, uh, this, this may be a plot to a, a horror movie unfolding in front of us
2: yeah. right now. Okay. So. Okay. Drew, let so with you. I want to segue with that, actually. <laughs> and this is somewhat relevant because seeing and hearing your experience, John, that so reminds me of a story. I don't think I've ever told you this, Cliff, so this will be a new story okay. for you. It'll definitely yeah. be for the people who are listening. Um, my wife and I were driving one time through nowhere Tennessee late at night late at night near Knoxville ish area but further out in the middle of nowhere and we stayed at a hotel that I can say is very similar to John's uh based off his description you know we've all been to probably one of those in our lives where we're like oh okay all right well uh there's no $25 a night (laughs) yeah yeah I'm cheap. I'm (laughs) cheap for sure so we go and we check in it's late at night it's probably one o'clock in the morning we check in there's one guy of course at the desk and we have our bags with us we're just there for one night out in the morning and show up with our bags check in pay for the room he says okay now it's up the elevator to the left uh unless the elevator is not working then you'll take the stairs um but you'll have to go down those i'm like okay um could you, do you have like one of those papers you can just like draw us where to go and he's like well I'll tell you what I'll do you one better I'll just take you I'm like you're gonna take us they're like no one else here he gets out from behind the front desk he's like yeah just follow me and he takes us to our room again he's the only one here right now <laughs> he takes us right to our room he unlocks it with a key not it's not a fancy electronic key it's like a key key he unlocks it and he opens the door and's like, after you. And I'm like, no, 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 no good, sir. We are not playing this game. I've seen one too many horror movies to know where this leads. So I'm like, so I say, Amy, why don't you go and I'll stay? And then me and him played the after you game. No, after you. I'm like, no, really, after you. Get, and he leads us in. He's like, "And this is your bathroom, and this is your bed, and your TV." I'm like, "Dude, this is a thirty dollars hotel. We can find everything in five yeah. seconds by looking around." <laughs> I know what a bathroom looks like, uh-huh. yeah. and then I just keep the door open the whole time. I'm like half in the hallway, half in the room. I'm like, "Okay, okay, thank you, thank you." Uh, and he finally he leaves, and then we look at each other and we're like did that freak you out as much that
1: freaked me out like yes lock
2: the door barricade the door <laughs> so we put our suitcases up against the door <laughs> i'm like if he tries to get in at night we're gonna know have 911 on the speed dial <laughs> um so that's um oh, that man. is he was my, just trying to be helpful he really was it so. was just a little creepy so
0: <laughs> so my uh the the hotel guy here actually uh uh, showed me to my room as well um <laughs> oh, okay so uh so actually maybe, that, I, maybe they
1: train him to do that maybe it's it, like you know if they need help just show them it show was, them where their well, tv is and... <laughs> so mine uh my i
0: I'll got my key, shower you know got my key got checked in went to the gas station across the street grabbed some tea came back my key wouldn't work mm. um and so i went back downstairs and said hey the key's not working and he said did you rub it on your cell phone and I was like, no, am I supposed to do that? <laughs> like, <laughs> And he's like, no, 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 no. That messes him up. Uh, and then he said, it shows it's working. He said, let me take you. Let me take you here. I'll make you a new one. Let me take you. I was like, no, it's you don't have to take me. He's like, no, no, I insist. This is embarrassing. And <laughs> so he came up. He took my key from me. He tried my old key. He said, you're right. It doesn't work. And then he unlocked my door with my new key. And, uh, I guess it's just that great customer service of the cheap hotel. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: they're, they're doing their best. (laughs) They're doing their best on the budget they have. So. Mm. Well, Cliff, what about you? What's up? You know, the roughest place. I wasn't that rough. This is the place I keep thinking about. I don't, I don't know that I've kind of avoided cheap hotels. I really don't feel like I've stayed in very many, probably the cheapest hotels I stayed in were when we went on our, uh, our mission trip to Mexico, John. It seems like on the on the road we would stay at some cheaper hotels anyway, uh, not the kind that Shauna and I normally stay at anyway. But yeah, I, did, I I hardly noticed it. You know, I was just having fun. I never we it's like we ever stayed in hotels as a family. We did some tent camping, but my parents would go on a sixteen hour drive straight through the night. You know, before they'd stay in a hotel. So. So we didn't stay in hotels much. It was kind of a treat, even if it's a, you know, even if it's a one star, <laughs> it was kind of fun for me, um, especially when I got to like be in my own room, you know, I didn't have to stay with mom and dad. So, so I don't really have any real bad memories. I've stayed in some that smelled, smelled a little bit like mold, but there was one, uh, it was actually a really cool experience. Um, Shauna went with me on a business trip out to California. And after the trip was over, we just sort of toured the um, uh, the the Northern part of the state of California. Uh, flew into San Francisco and worked out and so I used to fly out there quite a bit and work with some clients out there. We sold capital equipment at the company I was with uh, out of Orlando. And um, we'd work with a lot of the big Silicon Valley um, folks. And anyway, brought her on this trip. This actually, we weren't, I wasn't working in Silicon Valley. I was working up in the mountains outside of Napa Valley. But after the trip was over, we we drove around, and and one of the places that we stayed in at least one night seems like maybe we stayed in a stayed in a couple different um, different of these. It was a KOA cabin. Have you all ever stayed in a KOA cabin before? No.
0: It was I I stayed next to one Wednesday night.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Did you stay in a? Oh, yeah. Because you stayed in I your was in a KOA tent, campground. right? Your quote unquote tent in my car. <laughs> right. Yeah um and uh anyway yeah that's a funny story actually john you were telling me you set up your tent to keep your spot but you didn't actually sleep in the tent (laughs) you slept in your car (laughs) i thought that was really funny um anyway we stayed in a koa cabin it was just this tiny little box of a room um you probably noticed if you saw it from the outside john just very very small uh, basically just a, enough space to walk into, put your suitcase down and lay in bed. I don't even remember that there was, I don't think there was a sink or anything. It was just like, you went out and used the camp showers and, and bathroom. Yeah, we did. Cause I remember walking there. So it was kind of a cool experience. So we were on the North, I think we were on the Northwest coast for that KOA cabin um, and it really was not a bad memory, but it was, it was kind of a, kind of a junky little place to stay in, I guess. So. But not bad, not, not unkept or anything. Didn't feel scary.
0: <laughs> so so I got one more thing in news before uh, before we, we go, unless y'all sure. have more to share. But uh, I think I mentioned last time about my house hunting. Um, so uh, this week I actually joined my inspector for the, the house we had put an offer on that had been accepted and walked around the house, older house, a cool old house from actually the 1940s. Uh, on like four acres and uh, everything was going good he said uh, there's a little water damage on the porch where maybe some of the metal roof isn't quite right over the porch and then I walked into the living room and I looked up it was pouring and the uh, light fixture hanging from the ceiling looked like a fishbowl uh, and it was full of water oh no um, and was filling up more as we were there oh um, no. And so we uh, got out of that house. I, uh, I wasn't about to get into a water damage yeah. house. Wow. Uh, right off the bat. Uh, got out of that the next day, looked at another house uh, that had been on the market for eight hours, uh, got into a bidding war with three other people, oh, gone, like won that. the bidding war. Nice. Okay. Um, and so now we have an accepted offer on another awesome. house uh, yeah. that's bigger a sa- okay. very similar style bigger house um on 10 acres ooh uh, okay in uh, in a little bit better area uh close to cool. a touristy area that sounds uh, great
1: or right about well, maybe the same it was place. a wow maybe it was a blessing that that thing fell through it sounds like you're in a much better situation
0: yeah i'm just glad it was raining the day i looked at that uh that house with the instrument.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh man, absolutely. Can you imagine getting into a house and having something like that? That's
2: clearly some prime property, John. I mean, eight hours with a bidding war already. So. Oh yeah. That's right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah you made a. You made a. You know. Made a great thing happen there. So that's awesome.
0: Yeah. Realtor very, told very me cool. when I put in my bid, she said, "You're, you know, you're probably not getting it at this price."
1: Wow. Awesome. Everybody was just neck and neck. Yep. Very cool. Okay, well, great. That's good news. I don't really have uh, much news to share. Um, I installed some some lights around my TV. I've been having some issues with my eyes uh, when they're since my eye surgery. When they're dilated, I get a little bit of a blur, um, and I'm probably going to trick get them retreated at some point. Unfortunately, uh, worst day of pain I ever have been through in my life was the day after my eye surgery. So I am not looking forward to redoing it, but not even hundred percent sure that's an option, but I'm hoping it is because I'm not very happy with my sight right now at night or really just even in dim light. Um, but one of the things I'm doing to try to, to deal with it is installing some, some pretty cool looking lighting around my, uh, my TV setup. And so uh, that's in the intent there is to, to, you know, constrict my pupils a little bit by turning a bunch of lights on in the room, which, you know, isn't, isn't the greatest thing in the world, but it is really nice looking backlighting. And, and so, um, so I think I can make it, make it to where it's, it's not, you know, it's not like there's going to be a light in my eyes while I'm watching TV or anything, but actually the way I discovered it was interesting when I was watching uh, a scene, especially something where there was like text and really sharp lines on the screen. And I'd see that glare coming off of the, those sharp edges. If I would take my iPhone and hold it right underneath my eyes to where the light was shining in my eyes. And it would force my pupils to constrict and everything would just become clear. I just noticed that happening one day and thought, Oh man, this is just a pupil constrict. So I did a little research and found out that it's really not that uncommon for it to be a side effect of, of eye surgery. Um, and uh, my hope is that I can go in and just get it redone, get everything smoothed up and, and have perfect vision. Um, but I'm trying to just learn to be okay with whatever ends up happening. It's not the funnest thing in the world to struggle with your sight, but, um, but you know, at least I can see a lot of people can't. So there's that, um, a lot of things that can happen to you that are worse than what I'm dealing with. So, um, even though it's a little bit frustrating, uh, it's not the end of the world. Um, and uh, i'm trying to just 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 do what i can to deal with it if this is the way it is then maybe i can set up set up lighting and, and things around my tv setup to where it's not too bad i do have some drops i've been using in my eyes but they're not the greatest so uh they they itch on they make my eyes itch a little bit but i might be able to mess with that a little bit with some eye doctors and, and come up with a formulation that works that that isn't too uh too too frustrating and really there is a lot that good that has come from the eye surgery as well because during the day i do have really perfect vision. So I don't remember if I've talked about this on the podcast. So sorry, listeners, if this is a repeat, um, some repeat information, but I'm, I'm sharing it because I'm actually pretty excited about the lighting. Got some new outlets installed, got a USB, uh, USB backlights that are intended for a TV. I've already got them behind my TV, but I'm also putting them on these two built-in shelves that we have around the TV, uh, sort of on the inside lip so that it lights everything up in those shelves really cool. And I can change it into, into a red color or a blue color. And so, you know, if I'm watching like uh, uh, something Sith related, I can turn it red. If I'm watching something like what we are, you know, something like what we saw today, I can turn it, you know, some kind of like gross green or something, uh, or maybe an ugly purple to go along with uh, uh, (laughs) the content. Speaking of which, let's talk about these two, uh, these two episodes that we watched. (laughs) <laughs> this last week um the droid adventures uh we were going to talk about six episodes and probably would have just rushed through this one and gotten on to the the next arc which a couple of us have seen and, and i think enjoyed but uh but we're not going to talk about uh that yet we're just going to talk about the droid adventure the two episodes four i think it's four oh four oh five and four oh six I'm not mistaken, yeah, 405 and 406, Mercy Mercy Mission and Nomad Droids. And I was telling these guys, um, I was having a hard time remembering a lot of the details of it because it has been a little while since I think we've all seen it. But we were actually supposed to talk about it last week and and didn't because I had not seen it yet. But uh, we've all seen it now, and I think we're going to remember enough to be able to, to give you a little bit, a little quick take on it at least. <laughs> so essentially what happens is there is... Uh, An earthquake that's happening on this planet and so for some reason the Republic sends their resources that they are strapped for uh, during the war to go and try to help these people, uh, serve as Jedi peacekeepers for a while help these, um, not people but uh, little blue you know, knee high lizard like wide mouthed creatures crazy frogs crazy frogs (laughs) Uh, crazy frogs. Okay. And um, uh, the, the two droids end up basically being treated like they're gods, very similar to what happened in episode six, right, of the movies. Uh, they think 3PO is some kind of a deity. And so they take him down to this sacred place for them that there's this big circle on the ground that's kind of shifted off of a hole and there's, there's this, this exposed hole. And they end up being, I forget if they get pushed or if they fall down into that hole. I think they just fall, but I don't really remember. They fall down into the hole and discover this underground world with all kinds of intelligent creatures, including uh, some mini ints um, with some bioluminescence around them. Actually, a lot of bioluminescence in these caves. Um, they're not really ints, but these tree like root creatures. And then we've got um, basically when they earn their trust, the droids end up earning their trust, and they convince them that they're not out to harm them. Uh, but they're basically complaining that the surface dwellers are disrupting the the peace down there. Anyway, they send them to this weird mystical frog lady thing um, that that wants to eat them, but then discovers they're just metal, so she doesn't eat them. Instead, she gives them a riddle um, that's not even worth repeating because it wasn't that clever but the answer to the riddle it, riddle ends up being river and somehow they unlock something underground from the riddle and then they discover that it's the it's just they need to reseal the cave so the circle disc that that was hanging off of the hole that they fell into basically is causing the air from the surface to leak down into the caves and it, that that air is toxic to the underground dwellers and so they've been causing the earthquakes intentionally so the droids push the disc back in place um, and the earthquakes stop and they leave the planet. Right. Next episode. Uh, they are on their way off planet when they get attacked by the separatists. And so for some reason, C-3PO and R2-D2 decide to hop in a wide wing and fly away in the middle of this attack. I'm not sure why they did um, really just a plot device, but they, end up crash landing on this planet with these tiny little blue um humanoid creatures that basically you know tie them to the ground i said before the podcast like david copperfield but i don't even know if that's right anymore uh john said something about gulliver's travels and maybe those are the same thing i don't know i'm thinking they're the same thing thinking david copperfield and gulliver's maybe gulliver Maybe David Copperfield is Gulliver or did David gave David Copperfield maybe write Gulliver's travels. John, are you looking it up for us here? Okay. John's John's on it. (laughs) We're going to figure that out. Uh, maybe I'm just wrong. I, I have a feeling I'm just wrong about it, but anyway, David Copperfield was the name going through my head for some reason, um, while all that was happening, but they get tied down to the ground. Anyway, they, uh, the, the king of these creatures comes over and he's this fat little, little creature on the ground. Um, being wheeled around or something. I, I forget. I don't think he's walking, but, um, they, uh, he basically orders them to be set free so he, so they can get off the planet as fast as possible. He doesn't want them there anymore. So he orders them to leave, but R2D2's kind of ticked off. And so he approaches him, but then I guess slips or, uh, maybe C3PO bumps into him or something. And he knocks him onto the leader, uh, who, Becomes a pile of goo underneath R2D2's <laughs> heavy droid body. Um, and they are worried about the repercussions, but turns out nobody liked that guy anyway. So they all cheer. Uh, and they leave the planet and they fly to another planet. And at this other planet, there is a race of creatures that have um, kind of insulting southern accents. And um, They uh, are being ruled by this hologram who come to find out is actually just being uh, just an image that's being created by these pit droids that are hiding in the wall, who the um, two droids, 3PO and R2, expose. And then the locals, I think, blow them all up or something. I forget. I think they kill all the pit droids and they leave the planet or no, 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 They run out of energy. They can't leave the planet because they can't, I guess, find what they need to be able to get off. They end up running out of energy and, and basically falling asleep together underneath some kind of mushroom or something. I don't know. Anyway, some pirates pick them up and take them to these droid battles. Um, and right before they get thrown into the arena with some kind of a fire breathing droid, uh, no doubt to be destroyed very quickly, um, the Separatists attack the pirate ship and decide to use it for target practice. And somehow, I, again, I forget all the details. I think they, um, uh, they they blow the ship up and that flings the droids, some of the droids out and some of those droids land on a hangar bay of one of the Separatist ship, um, ships and they are sent to the incinerator. But then that Separatist ship is in turn attacked by the Republic ship and the Republic um, ship wins the battle and the droids are reunited with the Republic. And that's pretty much it. Pretty much it. So they, I count five different sort of little mini adventures that they went on besides the war. It was the surface dwellers, the underground dwellers, the, um, Gulliver's travels slash David Copperfield team. Um, and then we had the, uh, wizard of Oz folks and the droid battling, Pirates before they get back into the, uh, the the crowds that we're more familiar with the separatists in the republic. So, so, what is it? What's the what's the verdict, John? David Copperfield, Gulliver's Travels. What are we dealing with here? How illiterate are we?
0: <laughs> we are. Uh, yeah, we're pretty bad. Um, <laughs> so uh, you know, when when we were talking before, I said David Copperfield, David Copperfield sounds like a magician. Well, he is a magician. He is. Oh, okay, um, great. But. Yeah. But David Copperfield is a book by Charles Dickens. Got it. Okay. Um, who did not write Gulliver's Travels. Oh. <laughs> so, there you have it. So it sounds it. like you had it.
1: You had it right. You had both things I, right. You had The Magician I right. I think
0: so. And, and there's a synopsis of uh, David Copperfield uh, that I could read, and most might find it more interesting than, uh, than these episodes.
1: Um. Yeah. But we won't do that right now. I think you'd be hard pressed to find anyone who has spent time with David Copperfield. (laughs) And I say that knowing nothing uh, about David Copperfield, but I think you'd be hard pressed to find anyone who spent time with David Copperfield that would not appreciate it much more than these episodes. So. To
2: the yeah. listeners, if it sounds like these episodes are crazy, they are. <laughs> so, so Charles Dickens wrote Oliver Twist,
0: Nicholas Nickleby, A Christmas Carol. Right. Um, and
1: David What's Copeland. the one from Lost? You remember it's uh, Tale of Two Cities. I know he wrote that, right? Yep. Tale of Two Cities, Great Expectations. I think that's the only one I've read of his. There was mm-hmm. one in Lost. It was going to be Desmond's last book that he read before he died. I don't remember what it was, but... Something about a friend, I think. Our mutual friend. That's it. You got it. That was going to be right. Desmond's last book that he read before he died. So he had to carry that book around with him. And, and um, I don't remember that much of the plot. Which has, which has nothing to do with uh,
0: this arc. But it is more interesting than this arc. <laughs> <laughs> So um this This arc... Uh, made me think of like i don't know if if you have like a if you ever played the game growing up where somebody makes up like you make up a story one sentence at a time, you have like a group of friends sure uh, yeah. and you're a kid and you're like well first r two d two and c three p o get in a y wing and then then it would be drew shepard's turn to say and then R2-D2 flies C-3PO through the air because the wiring has exploded. And then it would be Cliff Boyd's turn to say, and then they land on another spaceship. Kind of like the stories we pitched to Disney. That's right. Um, yeah.
1: but- <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> Ours were better. <laughs> Ours were much better. But,
0: but that's what this reminded me of, this arc, how much it, it jumped around um, yeah. with just all this unbelievable droid stuff
1: so here's my head cannon okay corporate meddling some big wig came in and said all right this season here's what i want you to do do a story kind of like gulliver's travels <laughs> with little people on a planet do another story about droid fighting do a story about um kind of like the wizard of oz and uh, then do al- also do a story about um, um, about you know whatever happened in that first episode crazy and fun. the writers the crazy writers fun. of the, yeah. the actual writers who care about the content of the series were just sitting there with their heads in their hands thinking how can we do this and it not be horrible and they came to the conclusion that they couldn't so they just tried to stuff it all Let's into one one uh, slash 2 episodes and get it over with as quick as possible um having no impact on the main on the main plot. Um, and I, I would say they were relatively successful in that. So I'm gonna count this as a, as a win. So we I, should I, be I, thankful for these episodes, <laughs> I guess. Could have been it could have been drug out over five episodes. That I first episode like... could have easily been a two or three episode arc, and then the next mm. the next three episodes could have been like Yeah. Frankly, they could have been arcs in and of themselves, kind of like the lemur plot. Um, a lot of this reminded me of the, you know, atrocity of, of lemurs that we had to deal with. I would rather um, watch really early on.
0: Yeah. I'd rather watch the Zabumafu episodes again (laughs) than than crazy frog. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, so yeah, here's where I'm at with season four. Um, if if the Clone Wars had started out this way, we, I don't know that I would still be a part of this.
1: <laughs> that is saying something because the Clone Wars didn't start out much better than this.
0: Oh, I think they did. I mean, they weren't great. Let's let's not forget there there were some. Have you but, forgotten
1: about about Jabba's son? I didn't forget.
0: No, no, I didn't forget.
1: But that oh, was that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did. We did. You know, we did meet uh, Ventress in that. Movie. That's right. And Ventress was a cool character. So we had we had some redeeming value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These episodes there, had there very little. Little to no redeeming value. So
0: there are a few things I could look at within our first few arcs and be like, "No, that was cool." Yeah. Sure. I can't really think of anything from season four yet. Yeah. Sorry.
1: One of the things yeah, I, I think I it was kind of like some of season four better than better than y'all, but
2: anyway, go ahead. So, I think what really just set it all for me at the very first episode, in the very beginning, it was Commander Wolf when he was flying down and that creature flew up to him and was like, Yeah, and he's like waving him down to Earth. And his comment is, Great, it's going to be another one of those planets. I was like, (laughs) Oh no, it's just, it basically is like, Looking back, I'm thinking to myself, great. It's another one of those arcs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And and that, again, speaks to the corporate. This had to be corporate meddling. This had to be corporate meddling. George Lucas, one of these episodes. <laughs> I don't know. You know, the fan base has kind of come around on George Lucas since the, the latest arc came out. Everybody kind of wants to see the George Lucas sequel trilogy. Um,
2: oh, yeah.
1: You know. Because uh, so many people aren't happy with with what ended up happening, you know, and, and understandably so. I mean, I know I know we all enjoyed it, but um, but uh, but you definitely see understand what the frustrations of a lot of folks are with this this uh, this final sequel trilogy has problems. Um, the George Lucas arc, though, I don't know y'all y'all I, I don't remember if we've talked about it or not. But do y'all know what he was planning on doing for this? sequel for his no sequel idea. trilogy okay i guess we haven't talked about it then he was going to explore the world of the wills the w-h-i-l-l-s and the wills are basically Minicorians. so yeah, it was going to be like that. Uh, uh, maybe so it was going to be like a journey into the micro world of the wills and that was going to be the focus of of the um the arc, at least at one point, who knows if that's what he actually would have done at this point in his life. But at one point, that was the sequel trilogy that he had envisioned. Um, And I am glad that didn't happen, I think. (laughs) Although I will say this. One thing about George Lucas that I like is that he's not afraid to just do whatever he feels like doing. And a lot of times that has issues associated with it, but sometimes introduces some pretty cool uh, imaginative things. And I think we got that in the prequel trilogies, which also have, have problems. Um, but ultimately I think have become a very beloved part of the Star Wars universe. Um, will that be true of the sequel trilogy? I don't know. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I, uh, I hope so. I hope that people eventually come around on it as for these two episodes better forgotten. These two yeah. episodes are a good case for those watch through, Guides that basically have you skip around and avoid all of the uh, unimportant episodes. (laughs) Uh, I don't have a lot more to say, honestly. It's just, just kind of stunk. Yeah.
2: There were very few and far between moments when I thought, Oh, that's neat. I, it had not redeeming value. I found it enjoyable to a Mm -hmm. smaller degree how they were playing with some degree of intelligence by saying hey we're doing Gulliver's Travels we're not going to say that but if you know the reference because it's a pretty popular reference you'll get it with the Wizard of Oz you know we're not saying it but if you get it you know that's kind of so I liked I, I enjoy in general when entertainment movies whatever it may be they do little things like that to where if you know another reference, you might smile or be like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing here. You know, it goes back. So I enjoy in general when any kind of entertainment does that to some degree. So I I didn't hate that. I did enjoy that aspect of it.
1: Yeah, I actually liked the fact that we got to see some, some call outs, even though I think they were relatively poorly done. Uh, the escape pod, the droids escaping on an escape pod was reminiscent of episode four. The droids being viewed as gods was reminiscent of episode six. The, um, let's see, what were some of the other ones? I don't know. Oh, and I did actually think it was hilarious whenever R2-D2 just fell over and splatted the king of the <laughs> little people. <laughs> I was like, I was like it? what? He just killed that guy. <laughs> that guy did nothing wrong. He basically just ordered them to be untied and released. And then R2-D2 trips and just <laughs> splat. And it, it was like, <laughs> Sam, I'm sorry, listeners, for that. But you could hear it kind of like squishing. Um, and you saw the guy it's like slime come up on R2-D2 as he set up again. <laughs> I was just like, okay, that's, we're doing this. All right, sure. Um, uh, and, and your expectation is that that's going to develop into basically hatred and betrayal from the little people and they end up cheering. So it subverts subverts your expectations a little bit there. uh, uh, So I get you. I think there were parts that were entertaining like that to me. Um, Pit droids, seeing pit droids was unexpected. Kind of thought it was a Wizard of Oz moment from the moment we saw the hologram, but wasn't expecting pit droids to be the robot behind the curtain. (laughs) And um, I don't know, that's kind of cool, right? Not really. What were pit droids doing there? How did they even get there? There was a ship. It was a ship. Yeah, it was
0: a ship that had like looked like it kind of crash landed. Oh, okay, I missed that. And maybe in in they liked their. I think they called them organics.
2: Uh, the organic and pop. Impo- the organic population. Yeah. The organic
1: population. Right. Yeah. Was it. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it was kind of rude. I, I was. I wasn't offended. But it was rude. <laughs> It was rude. It was just like making fun of like country people. Basically the pit droids calling them idiots and them having really country accents. So um, it's just kind of rude, but whatever. I got a kick out of uh,
2: when this little small people after they killed the king and then C-3PO tries to be so eloquent and so dignified by, well, we're going to create a democracy. Only to basically leave before fully explaining democracies and how they <laughs> yeah. work and leaving them fighting, ready yeah, to kill funny. each other. So, yeah, that <laughs> was funny.
1: Was like, Select your is... three best leaders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they put them forward and they all just started fighting. So. Yeah, I was like, okay. So, yeah, this yeah, that was good. It's kind of funny. That was good. That was good. That was a better democracy than never mind. I'm mm. not going to go there. <laughs> uh, Anyway, y'all ready to rank it, be done with this arc? Yeah. Did, uh, did we talk about Crazy Frog last
0: time on? Was, you was know, I don't, I don't
1: remember if we did, but why don't you go ahead and, and uh, okay explain so, the reference there? So uh, the,
0: the first creatures, when I saw them, I actually got a little excited. Uh, I was hoping this was a Crazy Frog uh, Star Wars crossover. And I am being sarcastic when I say that. Um, I was really hoping it wasn't, uh, but it might have been better. Uh, so for those of you that don't know who Crazy Frog is, like uh, Cliff.
1: Yeah, I did not. We, we discussed it last mm-hmm. week, I think, after we stopped recording. I don't remember. And, I don't remember. Um, and it, uh, it is something that I had never heard of. But it's yeah, one of the so most viewed videos on YouTube. Yeah, insane amount ever. of views. Uh, I remember when it
0: was, it was super popular um, and, like, everybody was watching Crazy Frog. Uh, over and over and over um but the the creatures from here actually really reminded me of crazy Uh, really the first creatures we meet so um anyways just a little uh thing out there i think in the crazy frog music video there he's referred to as the most annoying creature in the world right Um, they're all trying to kill him so what a great way to start the arc. yeah absolutely absolutely (laughs)
1: Okay, I'm going to give it a four. Give it a four. So, so I, uh,
0: I originally said three, but the longer we've yeah. sat here and talked about it, uh, the more I hate it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I'm actually, I think I'm at a two. Uh, okay. Like I said earlier, if, if I think if I had gotten to this point, um, had not seen any other uh, episodes except for what we've seen from season four, uh, sure. I would be pretty upset that i committed to this yeah um, yeah
1: and you know that's so disappointing <laughs> i had such high hopes for season four um i thought you know the animation's better we've yeah. seen some really cool things happen so far and here we go buckle up new season uh it's about to get awesome and that has definitely not happened
0: um, and you know we may arc, be making so. our our listener mad by uh not liking season four maybe it's their favorite season that's um true. but uh i mean well, if I'd it is
1: you write us an email <laughs> that's right <laughs> have yeah to be leave, us, leave, us, a, leave us a five-star email. review on itunes and, and we'll maybe
0: you have an explanation we'll about these about it, so. these episodes that will yeah. will change our perspective um, sure maybe it'll come maybe time. it'll
1: all come back around
0: and if you do please don't hold that to yourself <laughs> <laughs>
1: That that final that final episode of the Clone Wars season seven, um, all these portals open and it's, you know, Dooku versus Captain America and uh, all these portals open and, and you get the crazy frogs. You get the little people. They all come in and and charge Thanos together. So maybe that's the payoff. I mean, we'll if, definitely
2: stick if around. If he's in a room with all those little crazy frog people, I'd want to destroy half the galaxy too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what
2: are the odds that it'll go all the way?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did kind of like how the uh, the clones were just annoyed. The whole oh time. yeah, like, they were just a- annoyed that no. they had to put up with this, put up with C T V yeah. and R two D two and their stupid antics. So, mm-hmm. and then they were annoyed, and they got back like, oh, uh, again <laughs> with these <Yeah>. two. <laughs> I mean, haven't anyway, we all Drew had Richard? that moment
2: when someone's like, does anyone know these people or can anyone vouch for these? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I know. Him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm,
1: unfortunately I do. People. I'm never the one who vouches. <laughs> I'm just always the, does anybody know that guy? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to three for, you know, for all the reasons we've
2: talked about and I, I went into it with a three and it's, it's been solidified by our conversation. It's a three. There was enough to make it to have a moment or two of, Oh yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's, that's sure Fun. But that's, that is it. How it connects to the broader star Wars universe. And no, I
1: don't see it. I mean, let's be real. Four is a bad ranking for me, but I'm kind of with you, Drew. I didn't hate watching it. I think if it were, if it were any one of those five planets for two one of those five things for two episodes it'd be like a one or two but because it was so varied and because we kept going to new places and because there was a little bit of you know something to chuckle at every now and then that's why it's a four for me Mm. um that's why they pushed it a little bit higher so still not good oh no i have high hopes for the second half of season four (laughs) (laughs) yes in fact uh drew you and i have already seen this this next arc and uh john i think you're going to be pleasantly um what's the word not surprised i think you're gonna i think you're gonna start feeling better about season four i don't want to say too much but um but i I thoroughly enjoyed this next arc i'll go ahead and say that right now we are going to be discussing next week theoretically when we said this last week too and didn't uh let me go to the episode names and it's an arc of four episodes right Yeah, I think it's the Umbara, the Umbara arc or something like that. Darkness on Umbara, the General, Plan of Descent, D-I-S-S-E-N-T, and Carnage of Krell. Cool. All right. If you want to email us and have your... Wait, wait, wait! Before we leave, speaking of emails... I actually don't know if we have an email. Let me check my, let me check the email. Uh, no, nope, no email. But we have two iTunes reviews. Uh, we actually got them a little while ago. And I, like I said, I just, like, like before, I, I am not checking it regularly enough, I guess. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and read those reviews on the podcast here. We have a total of five, five ratings, all five stars. And we have three of those that have actually left, left written reviews. So we've already read one of them who we discovered was actually from um, John. What was his name? What's your friend's name? It was Chris. Sorry. I'm I'm pacing. Yes. I got a cramp. (laughs) Oh, okay. That's all right. (laughs) Well, these next two are actually from people that drew and I know. So, you know, biased reviews, but reviews nonetheless. (laughs) Oh, can't type star Wars in yet. I'm, I'm, Waiting for the day that I can type Star Wars into iTunes, and our podcast will be within the top, like, 20 results. (laughs) Uh, So far, I like, Star Wars bros, mm -mm. type in the entire word brothers, and then it's like, oh, is is this what you mean? Are you sure this is what you're looking for? Here it is. I mean, you can click on it if you want. Um, All right reviews this was from and i'll I'll read them in the order that we received them october 4th from kleb cake this show is a couple of guys giving different opinions on a beloved series so much fun to listen to and hope for more episodes in the future you wrote that review during a bit of a, a a lull actually i've just just posted some episodes that have been a long time coming so 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 i do have a question about that review sure
0: um, he said a couple of guys. Oh, he does know that yeah. one of us isn't a a girl, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> he said a couple of guys. There's three of us.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay. A trio it's of not guys. like a couple of guys and one
1: girl. We're True. all guys. Yeah. True. Club cake. Bad job. <laughs> 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 but thanks for the five star review. Um, All right. And then uh, B. Holton, who has also been a guest on this podcast, says, keeping it fun. We all have different opinions about Star Wars. Is the original trilogy really the best? Are the Clone Wars any good at all? Why is Jar 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 Jar? Cliff, Drew and John bring various opinions to the table with the object that Star Wars is, well, fun, period. Thanks for bringing the fun back, fellas. That's a good review. So appreciate it. both of those. Reviews review. a ton. Um, both both were great reviews and, and appreciate it. Pre- appreciate that very much. Um, all right. If you want to leave us a review, just hop over to um, your podcast app or I don't know, wherever it is you leave reviews for these things. Maybe iTunes. Is it iTunes? I think go to iTunes and leave a review. You can email us at star wars brothers podcast at gmail.com or the star wars brothers podcast. I think I forwarded that. If you want to, if you want to be sure it gets to us do star wars brothers <laughs> if you want to kind of flip a coin on it do these star wars brothers um, if you're unsure about whether this is a good idea to send to Cindy email try these star wars brothers and we may not get it so, um no nothing to worry about low pressure and thanks for listening